everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of uh, Geeks Next Door. That's the one we're on tonight. Um, yeah, episode 10, well, the one where we spoil the shit out of Civil War. It'll be awesome. Uh, Ryan may have to leave for that part. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Adam, what do we got for a question tonight? Well. Oh, I'm I... sorry. James Earl Jones, what do we got for a question tonight? <laughs> tonight, I am Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> Dr. Mrs. The Monarch. Oh my um, God! You're gonna be so, you're not gonna have a voice uh, tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. Smoking I, man. I <laughs> currently, have been mentally Lohan. to the max. Therefore, my voice may oh. be a little altered. You sound it's weird. Quite, it's quite humorous. You sound stupid. Um, it's like a, you. It's like you had a sucked on a reverse balloon. You know what I mean? You know, but the helium normally makes you. Yeah. Is a reverse balloon that like? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes you go down instead of up. Yeah, it's like. It's but like a black, It's kind of like a black hole. Doesn't take much it's to make Ryan go down. Out. Trust me. Oh. <laughs> reverse right. black hole. All right, Star Wars. So, my thought is, if you could time travel uh, to some moment or time period or to a person. Where would that be? Or oh. what what person or time would that be? I don't like that question. You don't? <laughs> That's a stupid question. Uh, uh, the, what about if you were from a specific time period? Oh, that works too. That's easier for me if that's okay with you. That's great. I like it. Okay. Yeah, let's do that because that's better. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, Arbitrarily it's better, than, uh, better. You go first. You go yeah. first. Uh, well, I haven't even thought about it yet, so we should skip me you, first. If you say no. China, Ming Dynasty... Oh, we have to do location, you, too, or just... What? There's no rules. There's no oh, rules. I mean, because I'm not going to follow them if there are. There's always rules. I, uh... The robot is not going to follow the rules? Since when? Since yeah. now. I, um... I, I go by the uh, Bill and Ted's philosophy of time travel the best time to be is right now and the best time to place is right here or to be is right here because i honestly think i mean if we can't we go in the future i don't see why not (laughs) well can i go an infinite amount of times or just one time or what's the (laughs) yeah one time Um, one time honestly only got one shot i think i just stay right where i'm at because everybody you know is here uh and this is the most interesting time technology-wise. I mean, there's no other time to be. Uh, so, yeah, I'm staying right here. There's my very bland and boring answer, but I'm not going anywhere. Lame. Yep. <laughs> what about you? I uh... think I'm going to... I got an idea. I, I, I'd like to fast-forward to the future, to the time when the robots have taken over, but the wars are over. You know what I mean? Like, the wars are over, but yet... The humans have survived, and we've been able to download our consciousness into the machines. Um, and then we basically can do whatever we want um, because we're now living in basically the Matrix. That'd be pretty fun, right? So it's not okay, after okay, the so war with the machines where we all die and bones are everywhere and Terminators are going okay. crazy? Well, that's not what happened. What, what you've any been rewatching too many movies. <laughs> what happens is we fight the... the the robots because we attack them because we don't respect their humanity. Is this before and, or and after the aliens? Themselves. And then they, they we finally sure realize that, that robots sky. deserve rights just as much as it's like it's like a new 
Um, new AI. Yeah, a new AI. Uh, civil rights movement. The new civil rights movement. And when when robots finally get their their due, and everyone lives in a, uh, consciousness and downloaded into the the matrix. Uh, it's going to be pretty tight. Okay, so you use the term fast forward. Are you time traveling or fast forwarding? Uh, well, I think I was time traveling. Okay, like, so you just wink out of existence and you appear in the future with all this shit going on. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's yeah, the sounds I, of it. Cool. Can I, I, have all, I, can I have all your can stuff? Can I have all your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah! I disappear. I'll even know what that says. <laughs> Visiting future. Enjoy my stuff. Sweet. And then feel free. That's the first time Ryan has ever given anything or his characters any of any of his stuff away. What? He's actually come. You've actually come back from the dead to reclaim your stuff <laughs> because you don't want anyone else to have your stuff. I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. It sounds exactly it, like you. It just happened the other yeah. day. Totally sounds and, like no, you. And knowing <laughs> Ryan, he would probably have some sort of contingency. Like he'd put ten dollars into a an account that would well, guarantee to have like money somewhere in the future. Yeah. The as only point as... is like money has become worthless <laughs> and yeah, the money is there. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, everybody everybody's idiots. That could be it too. <laughs> uh one of the Dave's funny, land. <laughs> That's not a land you want to go to. I'm not going to Starbucks tonight. <laughs> really? I would. <laughs> you get a lot of delicious things at Starbucks. <laughs> get a latte. And a hand job. <laughs> this is I don't know. But... Uh, I need a Dave. What do you got? I don't care what Dave. Sure. Uh, what you guys don't really know is that I'm actually from the year 2041. Uh, my oh. real name is my real name is Terry McGinnis. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. He's been watching Batman. Yep. Just had a you know Bruce uh, accidentally sent me back in time. I don't oh, understand right. any of that. <laughs> so if I don't understand it, I know Ryan doesn't understand any of it. True. No, 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 no. Um, if I was like, to really travel through time, I'd probably go backwards. And I would go um, probably to, like, feudal Japan time. You're so going to be assassinated. Domo oh, yeah. arigato. <laughs> yeah, but I would love to see that. Uh, Just to hang out funny. and see how things are going on and shit. Yeah, yeah. Be careful not to step on any butterflies. You know. Definitely. Um, cool. So you're time traveling. You just wink out of existence, right? Boom. Can I have all your stuff? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going great. What about you, Dave? <laughs> um, vanishing point. <laughs> so <laughs> the end of the timeline, straightforward. Yeah, it's the <laughs> metaphysical de- dimension that lies outside of normal space-time continuum. So it some... exists. It exists at the last possible moment of the universe. Right. The last right. nanosecond before entropy destroys everything. Sure. And so that way you Did somebody watch Legends time. of Tomorrow tonight? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was watching that just before I got on here. Uh, I haven't watched it. It's what good, dude. I, I, haven't seen, of tomorrow. I haven't seen tonight's episode yet. Yeah, you know where they are, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, Ryan. The CW show. show. Come on. Yeah, you should kind of watch it. Didn't Doctor Who go all the way to the end? Yeah, sure too. And there's also a restaurant there I hear as well that you can eat at the yep. end. Of the- oh, Basically, I forgot the about end of, that. The end of time is pretty great. Right, because you mm-hmm. can infinitely go back to any point, and you but, know everything. Yep. Yeah, so you got almost complete knowledge if you think about it. So. Yeah, so you can have all my stuff. It's going to be mine again. <laughs> when you come back for it. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. I like it. Just, what, 
What about you, Michael Clark Duncan? <laughs> I saw it on the VH1. I don't know any Michael Clark Duncan quotes. He's that guy from the Green Mile, right? Isn't that right? That yes. Guy? Oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, uh, no, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. one. Um, no. Yeah, he's the one I, that came up with the question. I know. I've had a lot of time to think about it. Actually, a couple hours to think about it. Um, oh, Jesus. I, it's hard to go beyond where antibiotics is. I don't see. I don't. It's hard to go before that, just in case something happens to you, so you get sick. Hence the deep voice, and I think my antibiotics are kicking in soon, so I should be good. But um, that's the hard part uh, for me. Um, I, it's I funny like, that like the biggest. Okay. Time travel. We got time travel capability, but my biggest problem here is that at some point there was no antibiotics. Uh, well, fuck this. I'm done. You know, exactly. yeah, just go back and destroy the time it. machine. It's too dangerous. We could right. get it the flu. Oh shit, that's a virus. Yeah. Hey, you okay, guys, fucking, you, you, wax, you wax philosophical a lot. Where the fuck you going? <laughs> All right. Um, I kind of like the Wild West. So like, of course 18... you do. Why did I see this coming? 1890s or something like that. The one guy no. who likes Back to the Future 3 better than any other one. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I think that's a cool time period. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's cool. Not that I really like Westerns or anything. I just kind of <laughs> like the, the wildness of it and the fact that you could go around and shoot anybody and not get in trouble. Well, I like the Westerns. Quite the way it worked, but yeah. They, they shot people and got in trouble. What are you talking about? <laughs> about no, they didn't. What is kind yeah. of what is kind of cool about being at that time is you probably have possessed enough knowledge where you can invent shit that's not too far out. With that's and, you know, you could, and so you could be kind of you could be famous. You could basically could rename Doc, all the gorges and all the ravines and stuff. It'd be, it'd be Doc Browning oh. it up. Yeah. Right. Of all fun. the things Adam could invent in the old west, he's like, here's what I got, guys. I'm gonna take stuff. You're going to give it to printer. me. I'm going to put it on the back of my horse, and I'm going to deliver it to it. other people. <laughs> you think about that. I'm going to call my company FedEx. Right. Oh, FedZ. Mm. That'd be great. Right. Cool. And you're close enough where you can send some packages to all of us, and we'll get them the next day, and it'll be fucking awesome. So. Right. That'd be crazy. Marty? Marty McFly? <laughs> we had a bet going down at the that you weren't going to be here. You know what? That's a good one as far as time, like instant time and time travel devices. But I really like the one from Doctor Who and Blink. I like that one where she's just, "How did you know I'm supposed to be here at this moment?" That's a pretty good one too. That's true. Yeah. Ryan's seen that episode. He may not remember it though. That was good. The timey wimey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, timey wimey. Don't worry about it. It's a pod. Don't ex- It's tough to explain. Okay. Cool. Good answers. Um. Oh, there's a spider next to my desk. I gotta kill it real quick. So, but let's get going during the. Let's get going. Fuck it. Where the fuck did he go? He was huge and evil looking. 
He's trying to give you fucking powers, I dude. I found him. He is. He's like Watch white, out if too. He bites you. He's weird. He's white and like he's got shit going on. Okay. All right. So what do we got to talk about tonight? That's Should we open with Civil War or should we move into it? Anybody got anything else? Or That's going to be the big one. So. Well, well, did you hear the news about Supergirl? Uh, CBS decided. CBS decided it was too expensive. So they were going to cancel it, and the CW stepped in. Yay! Another superhero well, show on the CW. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. great. I heard that Seriously. somewhere. So, so Supergirls could probably be Monday night, and then you have Flash Tuesday night, and then you have Arrow Wednesday night, and then you have Legends tomorrow Thursday night. It's like Superhero Central. But are they, just giving, it, anyway. are they giving it to Berlanti? Or well, he's, he he Ber- always Berlanti already ran it. Oh, Berlanti he did have the CW. Running. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was over. He was the executive producer over on CBS for it too. So that's why they were able to do the cross episodes. That's right. So yeah, that's he's really going cool. to be running all four shows now. Jesus Christ! I guess need to get rid of the Vampire Diaries and the originals, <laughs> right, Dave? You love those shows. Hey, I haven't watched those shows. You are a liar and a gentleman. Uh, Vampire <laughs> <year>. Diaries. <laughs> there you go. This month, <laughs> right? I know who you are, that's... brother. Sure. Wait, was that the right movie? It's, uh, okay. Yeah, that was that first episode that we couldn't we made it through, and that was all one episode. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's so, that's, that's awesome. good news. I actually I haven't watched it on ABC yet. I think I watched the first episode. CBS, it, CBS, CBS. Or CBS. Um, so this is actually something I'm highly entertained and intrigued by. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I haven't loved it, but it's been good. I mean, but uh, like if I had to drop a show, that would probably be the show I drop. So maybe they'll do like a reinvigorator or something, get some crossovers going. Yeah, you know? the, the reason CBS didn't want to do it was it was just too expensive. Um, they're filming in LA; it was just too much money. So um, CW is going to cut costs, move it to Vancouver with the rest of their other shows, and film up there. So, Crossover. Mm. But the thing is, technically, it doesn't take place in the same universe right now. It takes place in a separate universe. Are they? Yeah, gonna, you yep. think they're gonna? They're gonna like? Uh, Why wouldn't storyline that? that up? I don't think they I don't will. know. I don't know if they can. I don't think they need to. They can just keep doing whatever they want with their. I mean, they can interact with the universes even though they're different, just like they did once already. So I could, I could see a crossover special where maybe the Flash goes there and says, "Hey, I need your help," and brings her back. That could happen. Okay. All right. Because yeah, the like the power scales are completely different, man. Yeah. She's just, like, she's it's like Batman, where powerful. it's all it's like Batman, where it's like, oh, everyone who Batman fights is kind of within his his power realm, and everyone who fights Superman is within his power realm. It's like, you know, they don't cross a ton unless there's going to be a crossover, right? To keep right. everyone like the power levels equal. Yeah, Amy and I just we just watched Ant Man again uh, earlier this evening, and. That's my one of the favorite lines in the movie when they say he's talking about how the world's gonna end if they don't stop and he's like just call the Avengers why are you talking to me <laughs> <laughs> why me it's like yeah. well every three every three years we can call the Avengers dude oh, that's right. we're on a we're on a time scale we can't got, just call them out whenever we want they got stuff unless they're on. fighting themselves and if they do call them you better have a good city to destroy <laughs> right. or a good place but oh or, man or so an empty airport. Getting towards a uh, civil war, but like the Onion, they had a review like uh, on Civil War. It was super, super funny because the guy was talking about it was all like, "Yeah, I like that they have twelve movies so far to explain the the backstories of each of the individual main characters." But what about this guy? And it just like zoomed into a guy sitting in the background of one scene. We're like, he's wearing like a hat and eating a sandwich. What's the backstory on this guy, Marvel? It shouldn't be that hard to give us a backstory on every superfluous character shown. 
I figure it should only be about 25,000 movies you need in order to give us backstory on each of these characters. Why did this guy want to work for this guy? Why was he on top of this truck before Captain America drop-kipped him off it? What's his motivations? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Know, that's yeah. funny. 25,000 movies in order to get the backstory of every character. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, okay, so we're right in the middle here. We're between CW and we're between, we're between uh, uh, Civil War. <laughs> I think let's move into Flash first because Ryan doesn't watch Flash. He doesn't know anything about it, so he'll yeah. just sit there and look stupid as we do this. Um, so mm-hmm. we want this. This week was Fatty Smith's uh, episode of Flash, so he directed it. Um, what you guys for those think about of you, it? for those of uh, you who don't, don't know, that is Kevin Smith, right? Obviously, aka <laughs> yeah. Fat Man, aka Fatty Smith. Dude, wait a minute, that? Morgan Freeman in here? <laughs> oh no, I was thinking, Big, what's that one guy? Yeah, that's Big the guy. I was like, he's the guy from James, or not the James Bond, but the Mission Impossible, right? Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember yep. his name. That one guy. <laughs> In Pulp Fiction. Uh, I'm gonna go with Michael right. Dorn next. Michael Dorn, what are you doing <laughs> over there? <laughs> Fucking Zoom here. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I thought the episode was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought um, it was an interesting take on his vision of the Speed Force. Um, right. You know, it, the Speed Force has played several different roles in the comic book series. Um, this is the one that's probably the most recent wor- version, yes. being this um, being this godlike entity who yes. was there from the beginning of time and will be there till the end of time, um, granting these powers when it's when it's necessary. Um, so I thought it was very interesting. Uh, for, I liked. Like we've never seen it previously to the the whole. Like previously to 1960 or whatever, they never, we never, they never gave it any of the powers to anybody, right? That we know of. That we know of so, in this, right? Yeah, the Speed Force can go fuck itself. It's just <clears> like playing. <throat> it's playing God. I don't like it. Um, yeah, it was playing. It was playing God with Barry too. It was like, nope, you can't have your powers back until you get over the death of your mother. So <laughs> go talk with your mom. That, uh, okay. Um, I did like when he was like, so I'm, it's basically like I'm having a conversation with gravity. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, that was fun. Did uh, did did Jay and Silent Bob show up at all through the episode? Like Jay did. Jay did. Jay did. Did yeah. he really? Twice. Yeah. That's my mom's car. Yeah. yeah. I, that That's scene, pretty funny. As much as I appreciated his take on that and put him in the scene, that scene felt out of place to me. I don't know why. It just did. I'm willing to overlook it because he put a friend in a in a show, and they even they, I think they wrote it for him. The, the you know they were like yes, we'll put yep, it in for yeah. him. That's what he said anyways. But it just felt kind of weird and out of place. I don't know. I mean, the only purpose that it showed was to show that there was this zombie metal guy wreaking havoc around town. What well, was it? It was actually more the characters. The characters seemed out of I don't know. I don't know. That's just my opinion. So maybe I was looking into it because I'm looking to see if it felt original and. Well, organic. yeah. Cause it was trying to be comedic, right? It was they they walk out on this presumable first date. The girl's like, "Hey, is that your car?" And it's this Hummer, and he's like, "Yeah, that's my car." And then the steel guy rips it apart. And he's like, "Oh, my mom's car." I mean, it was trying to be funny, but I, sure. it felt out of place. I don't know. It I did mean, feel out of place. The show's the show's funny. It's got humor all over yeah. it. So that's not what made it do it. It's just I don't know for some reason it fell out of place. It was fine though. So right. And I was looking for it, it at the end too. Uh, they said he, it had he a lot of heart. Uh, it did. I, I still think it was a bit strange that the, the Speed Force cares so much of what he cares, you know, that he can't get over the death of his mom or something. I, I don't know. I think you're going to see him come out of the Speed Force 
with more than what he had going into it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, and interested to see where they're going with Jesse Quick and uh, Wally West. Both being knocked okay. out in the episode before. Right. You know, she's in a coma. He touches her, and there's this little lightning between them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Or, it's like, what do you think? You like, we, at him? Yeah, Christopher Lee, what do you got over there? Um, are we thinking that Wally West will eventually get his powers soon? Or? I think I think it's be I think it'd be the girl Jesse first. I honestly think so. I think it's going to be uh, Zoom's going to be too much um, for Barry himself, and she's going to end up flashing her powers and, and helping him overcome Zoom, and maybe Wally West. Yeah, they have there's only two to. episodes left. I know, but they have to give him something. They've been setting it up ever since they introduced the character. I love going fast in my hot rods. I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> go fast. Gotta go fast. So if they didn't, it would be a nice low love curve. But yeah, I still think they're gonna do yeah. something. So. Yeah. I was just thinking, he, he, was that an actual? Was that actually the Speed Force, or was that uh, Barry's subconscious mind like putting together things? Like he was a he was his own worst enemy. Like, he was what was keeping him from going fast enough. He was blocking his leg that... Was that actually the Speed Force? I think it was. I mean, yeah? if not... I mean, everything pointed towards it. They were like, he's in the Speed Force. That's what they kept saying, you know. And they went into it, the Speed Force to try to get him out. So it could have been both, right? No, yeah. it's definitely the Speed Force. <laughs> I like be sweet next, dude. It would be sweet next episode. It's like this is the Speed Force. Uh, the computer says Chris Banks eat eight dicks. Hey, dude, I love where you're going, but sometimes we 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 swing a, and we miss a little bit. No big deal. It's That's a meta. It's hit, a metaphor. You hit three thirty three. You're all star. No big deal. What do you got? I know Adam? baseball. You, you can just suck at more than half the time, and you can still be awesome. That's funny. Okay, Adam, what are you saying? Uh, was I saying something? I don't. He lost his train right, of thought. Yeah, you were talking. You were talking into the Palantir. I he's think. obviously saving his voice there. So, <laughs> Ryan, what I'm you saving my flash? voice. You beautiful. <laughs> Ryan, what are your thoughts on that? I do not know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's still in season two of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't oh, have time to watch anything else. I'm on the final episode of season two, though. Do you so. watch? You don't watch any TV shows other than Game of Thrones. What do you? What else do you watch? Sometimes I watch Chopped. Okay, let's uh, move Chopped on. Chopped is pretty um, good. What else? Um, no, 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 no. That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Um, and then sometimes I like to watch Naked and Afraid when there's new episodes. That show's really good. High quality programming. Uh, that's about it, though. And what about Silicon Valley? I got I gotta watch that one day too. There's too too many shows and not enough time. I know, and you're you you're wasting your time with Chopped. That's what made me annoyed. <laughs> So it's like a Minecraft of, of TV shows. You oh, can like just Jesus, sit and watch it, and like just not just not think and not care, and sometimes see delicious food being made out of very interesting mystery ingredients. So it's like you know the, I mean? the Twitch Food Channel. <laughs> right, Ryan, you have the same <laughs> amount of time as the rest of us. No, nah, I disagree. Ryan has less time. That's how much. Michael Dell expects of him. He's so fucking busy at work that Michael Dell says you don't get as much time as the rest of him. He actually has taken two hours of every day. So he gets 22 <laughs> hours a, a day. 22 hour day. <laughs> and he's still got to go to work and do everything else. So it's fucked up. I mean, those two hours, that's when we get our shows in. Ryan, he only got 22 hours. So. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, I don't, maybe I just have to sleep more. You have to sleep more, which would mean you have less time? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. 
So sleep more, get less time, and then oh, good lord. No, no, no. That wasn't a solution. I was saying maybe my body requires more sleep. Oh. Uh, to I those of you who are able to keep up with like eighty billion TV shows or something. Oh well, just listen, watch them as you sleep. That's you know, then you'll you'll yeah. get you get both that way. Sub- subconscious. <laughs> I do that with some TV shows, like Mash. No, I've got the. You see I've that got in Mash. Your sleep? I've got Mash ingrained into me for so many years. Right, so you see it when you sleep. Well, that's what I used to fall asleep to back in the day, because it was always on at like nine thirty or ten thirty at night after the news yeah. on Channel Nine. So was Star Trek. How dare you? There, yeah, I'm like, and what are you doing falling asleep when you're younger at nine thirty? Hey. Adam has always been an old man. <laughs> I like that being is, old. <laughs> I like being old. Old man. Right, like so, Star Trek in uh, Highlander was on. Let's talk about, uh, let's move right into the big thing. Let's move in. Oh, by the way, spoilers. We're going to spoil the shit out of fucking Captain Don't America. Don't forget here. about... Um, why do you like to interrupt, Chris? No, that's no, yeah, fine. Sorry, Don't Chris. forget about what? Don't forget about <laughs> vulgar words. Spoil it. Yeah, um, uh, that's just going to be expected from now on. We're 10 episodes okay. in. <laughs> you should yeah. know by now that I fucking swear a lot. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so let's get into fucking Captain America, Civil War. Um, what's a good way of doing this? You want just talk about characters? You want to talk about what people's opinions of the movie? I don't know. There's so many different angles let's we can go it, with this. Let's give it a ranking. Each of us right. give it a ranking. And then yeah, let's start with there. ranking like we did Batman versus Superman. Ooh, did we give letter grades for that? Yes, we I did. We did. Okay. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's yep. a good, good idea, Dave. What do you, we what gave we okay. So Batman, Superman. When we left that universe, you know, we each gave two scores, uh, and I gave Batman, Superman a minus. Now that I've watched Captain America, I, I give Captain America like um, a plus. I loved it. I'm in love with it. Uh, I thought character development was awesome. So we can go more into that later. Let's uh, Ryan. You were there. What was your score? Was he? I don't think he watched it. <laughs> that, by the way, that, that I loved it was funny because it reminded me of a story, uh, which I'm going to tangent on. I, I work with a guy who who's German, and he's but he's been in the U.S. a long time. Whenever he goes <laughs> to Germany, like Americans tend to say, like, I love that, I love this, I love that. And in, in, in Germany, like they say, I like it is far more common so all of the people there are like dude what the hell's wrong with you why are you in love with your burger <laughs> you were like you actually love you know so that was an interesting cultural shift well, that i be, learned to be fair germans are incapable of love so i mean they can only like things really well, so. well maybe that well, i thought i thought that, he pooped at parties that's why you know dave is like 90 percent german that's true. <laughs> so he only loves ten percent of all things. The right. score, the rating. I, I'm gonna give it. Uh, ooh, this is actually really tough. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Oh. I think I think it was very similar, which is a good rating, by the way. I, I like to reserve A's for like extremely like once a century type things. So like B plus Avatar. Uh, yeah, Avatar might have got that just because of the technology and everything. But the thing, I also didn't want to give it a higher rating than Superman versus uh, Batman because I actually think I may have liked that more. I'm going to say that because it's an interesting. I might have liked it more. I, agree I like with the art, artistry. I like the artistry of that movie. While I, this one was more fun loving. You know what I mean? So it's sort of maybe different scales. They're both really good. This one was a lot more of that sort of Marvel 
happy, fun, you know, camaraderie stuff, which is pretty cool. I hope you're never a professor, Ryan, because I don't want to be in any class where you're like, I preserve A's for once in a century. <laughs> you can get a B+. Plus. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, if you get an A, you feel pretty special, though, see? So look what at it I, that way. What about you, Dave? Uh, I'm giving an A. I'm not, like, I reserve 100% for once in a century because there's, I mean, there's no perfect movies. There's movies I think I get, I like more the more I see them. But man... For me personally, it was hitting on all the notes that I really want out of a movie. Like I, all the characters I really like, but then I've had a bunch of a bunch of uh, movies to get to like them, and I know all their backstories, I know their motivations, and then they give me new things that make me happy. Okay. And it's man, it was I really. The more I think about it, the more it makes me happy inside. It makes me feel like uh, some uh, makes me feel joy. And not Adam's joy. You can't feel joy. Adam will get mad at you. Joe will probably get mad at you, too. Uh, Adam, One Dave, you? all Daves. Right. <laughs> um, I think I would rate it as a B. Um, I don't know that it compared to the other um, Captain America movies as much as... How should I put that? I didn't like it as much as the previous Captain America movies. Okay. So. Okay, we'll get into the reasons why. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I really like this movie. I give it a 95.1. Uh, I, 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 it's a really good movie. Um, there are many reasons why. <laughs> Where should we start? <laughs> well, let's talk uh, about characters. So, okay. to kick it off, <clears throat> I thought that the Russo brothers did an excellent job of handling 14 different superheroes, <laughs> giving each one of them a reason to exist in this movie. It could be, you know, they did a good job of making um, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers as the main um, characters of this movie, uh, providing ample uh, back and forth between them, even carrying from the previous Avengers movie into the reason why um, they don't see eye to eye on things, um, but okay. even down to Hang even on. down to Vision, you know. So that's the big thing for Superman and Batman. Nobody really liked the fact that why they were fighting. Was that better for this movie? Did you did you were you able to embrace this more? More so to for that's more so for Ryan and and Adam. <laughs> I, I so I think that it's hard to compare. They're totally different. Uh, styles. styles, and I think that's where yes. it's... But there's a yeah, direct it, parallel between both the two movies. I actually think the characters, were they did a good job of introducing so many characters, but in some ways, having levity and comedy m- makes it easier, I think. Because as soon as someone cracks a joke, you kind of like, you know, it's universal, people laugh. I don't think it's bad or cheating, I'm just saying that I think it makes it easier to quickly bring characters develop together with a little banter and, and humor where Superman Batman was so serious that like any slip up in a non-realistic interaction is, is harder to forgive where as soon as you hear a couple jokes you go like oh this is a adventure comedy and your and your brain slips into this mode where you're more forgiving I think so uh, that's why I think it's a little bit hard to say I mean, you're more forgiving uh, of what you're more forgiving of Sort of not not fully realistic interactions when it's a comedic 
not realistic interaction. The thing is, I think people do in tragedy, they make jokes. They make uncomfortable jokes because that's how we deal with it. Not making a joke makes it feel unrealistic. So I'm going to go the opposite of there. It's like not not having any levity whatsoever makes it feel unrealistic. Well, that's actually like, a good point. You might you might be identifying why I feel that. Maybe it's actually, you're right, maybe it's that that it's it's it is more realistic so that's why it feels more realistic um but there's there's still movies where you want it to be serious and you don't want any levity or you know it just wouldn't be right you know it would it break the tone and those movies are harder to have really good character development i think with with different motivations and all that stuff okay so i i uh i actually watched the movie again today um and what i noticed was Besides the occasional joke or two, it was actually a pretty dark movie up until Spider-Man and Ant-Man get there. It's actually not... There's not a lot of levity into it. It's pretty dark. Um, not yep. not like, you know, gritty dark, but it's... Everyone is at odds, and they're basically building up to this fact that there's very, there's a few jokes, like I said, but not many. Um, so it's pretty dark up until then, and that's when the humor kicks in after that. Um, so I thought that was it's a really very Very too. heavy tone. Yeah. Very heavy tone leading up to the, the the battle at Berlin. Well, it's like Ant Man. I think this is what I, when I I remember feeling like the beginning was pretty heavy and it was kind of a little bit slowish, a lot of character building, and then Ant Man comes in and changes the tone just by a couple zingers. Yeah. Like, and, and I agree with you though that it wasn't I wasn't saying it was straight comedy the whole time, but that instantly twisted the tone kind of and 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 made it more fun and maybe i don't know i don't know what the psychology behind it is but that changes everything and it does it in a really significant way just like that as soon as that joke happens it changes things um and in the case of i think for the better for this movie i think it made it lots of fun and it but that really that was the key to me is that those even though it wasn't continuous those moments of levity were the key to the the feel i'll i'll say those moments of levity came at a perfect time in the movie you have this heavy 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 stuff and then moments of levity with with spider-man and ant-man and then okay you guys are done go home now we're back to the heavy stuff to finish it um so i i thought they came at the perfect time but they didn't carry over throughout the entire movie, which I, you know, it needed. It it needed to be a heavy tone, <coughs> deep dark tone to this movie, the Marvel way, not the DC way, um, to really set up what's going to happen in Phase Three and now possibly Phase Four for these Marvel movies. Okay, sure. Um, one thing that the first time through I had issues with was why Tony didn't just listen to him. It was a fucking annoying to me the first time through. It was really annoying to me is why that when he's like, Hey, he was framed. I don't care. He was framed. I don't care. No, you, you're, you're supposed to be kind of friends here. I know you're kind of at odds with each other, but this is before this is during this, you know, during the scene, just before the scene at the airport where they start fighting. Um, there's tension. There's a lot of tension. He's, and he's trying to explain how he was framed. The guy is a, you know, the, 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 psychologist is a is a fraud he was framed i don't care that annoyed me because it's just like listen to him if you listen to him you can avoid all this that the one part in the movie where i kind of uh i was like come on you're iron man do better than that 
I okay. I felt his character was rather weak throughout the whole movie. Um, I don't. Iron Man's character I, was weak. Tony Stark, I thought was weak. Um, Forty million dollars would care to. Uh, I, that's <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, it's it's but an see, expensive movie. No, no, that's no, what they paid. Him. Of, they paid Iron yeah. Man yeah. forty million dollars. Okay. Okay. See, I think, I, yeah, I think he was strong, so I'm gonna disagree, but. Uh, I, I would like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, let's yeah I want to hear Adam's thought because then I have a counterpoint. That's fine. Um, so I think they were trying to make him act too much instead of just be Iron Man like he normally is. Um, we've always seen him in a very pompous and very like, you know, I, I don't have any way of explaining it other than a Tony Stark role where he's very millionaire and extreme like racer and he's Iron Man and it didn't okay. seem like he's Iron Man in this okay well yeah okay. remember he's okay. in Massachusetts yeah and he's at MIT boom Pepper but he's, he's seeing his parents he's like doing this thing to get over his post-traumatic stress in him uh, from the first from the first Avengers movie he's still dealing with that you know oh uh, it's yeah. basically he died uh, effectively he died he flew into space to get the nuke out of there he flailed the earth. He effectively was willing. He made a choice to sacrifice himself for the good of the world. That's a huge thing to do with emotionally. And, Boom. That's and PTSD. Brings, and he brings up a lot of, and he brings this up in parts of the movie. Right. You know, you look at the storyline of Iron Man and Tony Stark from when he debuted through all the Marvel movies. He's progressively gotten deeper and deeper and deeper into this depression um, right. that he's having very hard time struggling with. Um, he almost died in Avengers One. Avengers Two is his fault. Um, he's, you know, that's why he's pointing out. Oh, we need to be in check. Someone's got to watch over us because I've made all these mistakes and I've put the world at peril each time. We need to do something. And that's uh, you, you, the reason he doesn't look strong is because he isn't strong hmm. right now. Right now he is playing. Uh, he's not that pompous person anymore because of all the stuff he's gone through. Maybe uh, maybe they just pots. muddled it. Okay. Pepper Potts, like they even show on the, pe- the 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 teleprompter, you know, boom, she's not there. Why is she not there? They're taking a break. We're, it's, it's we're, we're taking fault. a break. It's nobody's right. Fault. It's taking a break. That's the boom. Another emotional thing that he can't deal with. That's a big I one mean, on the no. top screen. Yeah, that's a big one. Actually. Yeah, Iron Man three. He destroyed all of his suits. He even said, "I destroyed all my suits for her to try and do that, but then I can't give this up." So there's something about his personality that can't give it up. He's trying to build a suit of armor around himself to protect what is it? What's the giant piece of chest that he has in his chest? His heart. His weakest part of his body is the emotional like cornerstone of who he is, is his heart. He's trying to protect it with suits of armor. It's right there, black and white. <laughs> clear clear <Wow>. as crystal. <laughs> That's a very deep, deep statement from Dave. Now, Adam, <laughs> did you fall asleep in the movie? No, I'm just kidding. I would agree no, with I all that. Um, I, I do. I agree with all that. Uh, and I think, to me anyways... I understand. That's why I understand at the end where he finds out uh, that Bucky killed his mom. I mean, that was a fucking scene right over. there. You know, he's like, yep. he killed my mom. <laughs> like, that's all that matters. And I understand why he breaks there. I understand why he doesn't want, why he's going to fight. He's going to fight his friend in order to get there. I understand all that. The part that I did understand is why he didn't give his friend the time of day before that, before it all got to that. That kind of annoyed me. I can put it aside, See, but it I, still annoyed me. I got the but impression I, from that I didn't bother me because I felt like he was he was like basically he had a very short time limit. He needed to save his friend from being on the wrong side of things, 
and he that's... knew he already knew he thought this guy was good. Like, oh yeah, you think your friends okay? You think the crazy guy who keeps killing guys okay? I hear you, but we have to sign this accord. You need to stop doing this rogue shit, or you know. So I think he was just like, I think he was single-minded, not not you know. So he was essentially not listening that well. I he agree, was like, and that's what I got to on the second viewing. It's more of he wasn't listening. But seriously, give your friend 10 seconds to explain himself. <laughs> I know you're under a time crunch. You can spare 10 seconds. Well, I just think, you know, dating back to the other movies, you know, they, they call themselves friends, but they've always had of course, a yeah. subtle at odds yeah, of throughout the entire thing. And Tony Stark really never listened to Captain, right? Um, oh, you, you shouldn't be making Ultron, quote-unquote, and he still goes and does it. Um, you, you shouldn't be... Uh, you know, playing around with Loki's staff and questioning Nick Fury, but he's still doing it. Again, I agree so, with you. There's I, a history of it. I so. agree with you, but like I'm saying, they've been through so much <laughs> shit together that I don't care if you're not friends, you respect each other and you respect, you're on the same side, right? I, that's the thing that just threw me a little bit to her loop. I was willing to get past it because of all these things. You can explain it away, um, but it felt a little bit uh, I get you. forced. I get you. you know? Sure. Like we, they have to come into conflict. The only way we can do that is if they have a miscommunication and they refuse to communicate about it. And here's the reasons why though that miscommunication happens, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I can understand if people are upset with it or are like, that's weak, you know. The same way they were with Batman were like, they have the same mom's name, which we talked mm. about at length. So Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, Chris. I I, I for when I heard it, I, I I thought he said he's framed. That's the thing that someone who is wrong about something, wrong about their friend, would have to believe in order to justify supporting their friend. So, like, okay, he believes he's framed, but of course he's gonna because he's he's already, you know, like you see what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's yeah, almost like Tony would would be like, yeah, of course he's gonna say that. What else would he say? Why else would he support his friend? He must have been framed. Ah, oh, fuck. Sure. Oh, let's take him down. We, this is the best for the Avengers, you know. I agree. Uh, I, I agree. hate to do it. Yeah, and I mean, but let's say Adam comes to us and he's like, my family got murdered. I was framed. They want me. I'd be like, I'm willing to hear you out. <laughs> and none of us like Adam, so... Oh, no, it sounds, ah, it sounds very fishy. <laughs> it, would, it, sound it, fishy. it would be very fishy. Sure, if but, he said, but I'm going to hear him oh. out before I call the cops, you know? I'm going to give him that right. one minute, that five minutes, yeah. whatever he needs Don't to go to Chris's house if you're in trouble with the cops. <laughs> what? That's what I'm hearing. No, I just Especially said I'm going been... to hear you out. <laughs> yeah, go to Chris's house. Don't go to my Don't house. Don't go to their you house. Your frame will be like, yeah, sounds fishy. Um, <laughs> Hold on, call. Hold call. Yeah, no, I don't know. I thought, like I said, and we're we're still on the we're still on the. We'll talk about different characters. Like I said, I think they did Ant Man and Spider Man were the great were great in this movie. I think they stole the movie, as far as I'm concerned. I I yeah. honestly think Spider Man stole it because he did such a great job as Peter Parker. It it kind of redefined all the other Spider Man roles and made those other ones look like crap, especially the <laughs> especially the. Uh, <laughs> That's whiny Andrew Garfield. I mean, um, <clears throat> Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Who was the actor for Spider-Man Three? Tobey Maguire. See, I, I have never had a problem with really any of the Spider-Mans as well, actors. Tobey Maguire, I think. Uh, hey, I'm a 17 year old kid who's a 30 year old man. 
And you can tell yeah, the difference. So. Yeah. yeah, you can look at him in the way he talks. I'm like, that's a 30-year-old man pretending to... I don't know if he was actually 30 at the time, but <laughs> that was basically like he was a man pretending to be a kid. You can't. Re- it's like there's certain ages where you can do that, but it's like, oh, I- I'm 25. I can pretend to be 21. I'm 30. I can pretend to be 24. Sure. There's a lot of and, you know, Creek going on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's stuff where it's like that. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Still really love it. Doc Ock, I think, one of the best villains. Uh, I thought that was a pretty great movie all around. Um, Spider-Man 3, terrible. I think they crammed yeah. too full of junk, you know, that I didn't really enjoy. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. I thought he played a good, Andrew Garfield played a good Spider-Man as Spider-Man. Funny, super light, like his body type was really skinny, like able to do all the, you know, the poses and everything to make himself look good. Way too cool to be Peter Parker. Peter Parker's a yeah. super nerd. He it's like nobody likes nerd. him. He's not a guy who skateboards up and jumps off and is like, hey, guess what? I'm graduating, bro. What's he a... is a guy that gets beat up by the... the um, Flash. The... By Flash. Yeah, by... Exactly. By what? No, sure. he, gets, he gets beat up by the chess team. That's how much of a nerd he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I had a hard time with Spider-Man, actually. Just not... Actually, Spider-Man was cool, but... Just the, like, suddenly getting sucked into the Spider-Man universe, uh-huh. since it's been separate so many times, and, like, seeing yeah, it was, like, his room, but it was different than all the other his rooms, and it was his house, start. but it was different than the others his house, but but similar. It's, like, almost like when you look at something, and they're, like, something off, it had that feeling, because we switched, we kind of transported into that Spider-Man realm, Um you know, Tony once he once you got over that, he was pretty cool. It was fun that he was young and mm. and kind of innocent and clueless. That was kind of cool. But the first interaction just kind of it almost felt like a skit or something. You know, like let's do a little skit I, about Spider Man and Spider Man's room that we just set up here. And I think that was know? a really really well played out scene. I think the way like you got this really MIT like. He, he Tony Stark did the MIT thing already, and he's like, "Oh my God, you can be in MIT because you're that cool, or like not that cool, but that sciencey." Just to do Aunt May, I mean, that's I think that's pretty cool, and the fact that Peter Parker played along with it. I did like the interaction with Aunt May and Tony Stark. I thought that was really fun. <laughs> I think she did a he's great job. Aunt May. She did a good Woo-hoo. job. Yeah, people were worried a that little... she's so young, but I think she did fun. And I like how they addressed yeah. it. They come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And maybe like that never bothers me, like Ryan saying, like it looks like Peter Parker's thing, but it's not. I've read comics so much, so many artists, so many writers have all done variations on the same story. So I just, in my head, it's like, oh, cool, it's just this guy's interpretation. It's it's, a, it's the same character, but it's just, just slightly different. So that stuff's never bothered me. Like Some people are like, well, this is my Batman. I'm like, no, sure. I can, all Batmans can be my Batman. I enjoy Batman all the time. Yeah, and I Spider-Man guess it wasn't, can be all my Spider-Mans. It wasn't so much that he was different and I didn't like the differences, because I actually thought everything that was done was fine. It was more like, normally when I've seen Spider-Man recently, it's been in a all-Spider-Man-focused universe. So to kind of go from this Marvel... You know, Avengers universe, which is familiar and and kind of working for me, and then it all of a sudden sort of feel like you, you know, cut scene, boom. Wait a second, what the hell's going on? Some Tony Stark's. In, it's like it felt a little weird. 
it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? I just felt like it was it jumped in there and it was it was it was a little jarring, you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of was. I mean, because it's a character that's just all of a sudden in the movie and it's the character that we bring a lot of our preconceived notions with because he's been around for so much in so many movies. Right. And to have him be like, "Oh, here he is." It is. I can understand why it's a little jarring. I think it was pretty cool, though. I liked it. It was. It was nice. Like maybe yeah. one more foreshadowing. Like if they had thrown in one more <laughs> foreshadowing, or like just or some. Any, I know a guy. They didn't have any. I, yeah, there was no. <laughs> right. There was, there was just I know a guy. Right. Boom, Queens. Right. But they did the same was... thing. They did. I mean, they basically did the same thing for Ant Man, other than the fact that he was already established in the Marvel universe. Um, right. There was no foreshadowing. They just need another guy, right? Um, that that scene played out a little differently oh, than. Than we anticipated, I think, because because yeah. oh. when um, Winter Soldier had his hand stuck in the two ton vice or twenty ton vice or whatever it is, or um, you expected Ant Man to come in and be like, "Oh, I'll get that your hand out of that machine for you." I think you're getting that scene. That's, I didn't expect up. that. He didn't. Really? He, didn't yeah. he didn't come during that scene. It's later on yeah. where he got introduced in the parking well, lot. Well, in the in the parking that's, lot. But they they said. Uh, Falcon says, "Hey, I know a guy in that scene." Oh, sure. And but we assume, I assumed it was because they needed him to help get Winter Soldier uh, released. They put him there. Yeah, they put him they, there. They put him there. They put him there. So because he was kind of fighting them. I think. Right. How do you just, I think that how do you control a guy head. with a cybernetic arm? Yeah, you just cr- put the arm in like a in a thing to hold the arm yeah. in place. They, they put him there to question him. Right. They're like, hey, which which guy is which Bucky are you? Yeah. It's like, are you the one that's in control or not? But speaking December sixteenth, December sixteenth, nineteen forty one, mission report. Yes. <laughs> speaking of that uh, scene where <laughs> Ant Man, um, Ant Man is he's he meets I really like I mean all around Captain big big fan big fan oh you're good too cool uh, oh <laughs> sorry yeah. buddy sorry uh. Uh, I didn't, you know, and he's like, you didn't beat me. You tic tac, you didn't beat me. <laughs> that won't happen again. He got all the good lines. My favorite two lines in the movie is when he's he's about to be shot by Hawkeye. And he's like, I'm ready to go, Arrow Guy. Because he doesn't know his fucking name. He's just, he doesn't know who Hawkeye is. Let's go, Arrow Guy. <laughs> I've, only done this, I've only done this once before, and it was in a lab. So and watch out. Then when he's in Tony's suit, uh, he's like, who's speaking to me? He's like, it's your conscience. We haven't talked for a while. <laughs> That's, I think just, you should stop. He's got really good scenes. I really liked it. Oh, yeah, he was. Me, he was good. He stole, the character. To me, he stole the fucking movie. So. For for the fact that nobody really or not everybody liked the Ant Man movies That's or movie. They didn't see it. If they didn't like it, they didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I maintain that, that, if they did not like it, they did not see it. See it. Yeah. He, he has a good character and a, just an awesome acting like. A role to fill. I, I love that character. Yeah, it's a good person. Yeah, it's every as they say, everybody loves Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's like who doesn't love Paul Rudd? Name something. You go like, I love Paul Rudd. I love that. Paul guy. Rudd is just Paul Rudd is being Paul Rudd, and everybody loves Paul Rudd. Yeah, it's true. like one of those. They married the character and the actor very well, just like they did with Tony Stark and uh, fucking Robert Downey Jr. They married the character very well. So. Yep. All right, cool. What about that one guy? What's his name? The uh, Zima, Black Zima? Panther? No, let's talk about oh, Baron Zemo. Zemo. I Zemo. Zemo. I think their villain was okay. Let's compare the big villains between Zima. I'm gonna call him Zima. He always be Zima to me. <laughs> He's an alcohol. He's an alcohol. And Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor, you don't care about. 
at the end of the movie, you care for Zemo. You're like, oh, I understand what's going on. This guy's fucked up. He's got everything taken away from him, and he just wants revenge. Um, I thought that was a great scene at the end with him and Black yes. Panther. Yeah. And yeah. like I, I agree. I think they both have like their both goal is exactly the same. It's all like yep. they want to destroy both. Of, they want Batman versus Superman. They want to just they want to destroy both of them. That's totally cool. This one he wants to destroy the Avengers, but the way they got there is totally different. And one is like feels like emotionally earned. Yes, Baron Zemo. Well, he's not a Baron yet. He didn't wear his pink mask. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's why he's not Baron Zemo yet until Zemo, then he's right, Zima right. he's Zima until he becomes a Baron <laughs> but um, he it I felt this, earned go ahead. it felt earned like it felt like this is just a smart guy bad things have happened to him and now he's putting all of his effort all of his emotion all of his intelligence all of his skills into dis- doing this one thing and that's just a sheer willpower right there to be like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be really hard. It's going to take me a while. That's it's the sheer amount of willpowers. Like I would rank him Loki, and then I probably put him number two as villain. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. You know his line towards the end where he's talking and he's like, I knew that I couldn't come in and destroy them. I knew that they could destroy themselves. And that's how I set them up. That whole explanation, that really is Baron Z Ma slash Mo, um, <laughs> you know, throughout the throughout the comic books. He's just this mastermind. He he puts other chips out to play instead of him. He's controlling things. He's a puppet master, um, and that's what he did here. Uh, so I thought it, the the storyline really fit the character, um, and it's just a very subtle villainy. That he's there, he is a villain, but you're not distracted from what's going on between Captain America and and, and Iron Man. Yeah, sure. Um, the even the line at the end where he's in the prison and Bilbo Baggins is like, uh, how 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 much does how much does it suck that you failed? You put all your energy into this and it failed, and he's like, did I? I did I? Did I really <laughs> fail? Because they're still <laughs> fucked up, they're still fractured, and only yep. by really. Captain America reaching out, do they? you see any type of closure to that fracture? So. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about the pimp. Oh, the pimp. Black, Black Panther. Panther. <laughs> oh, such, a bad, such a badass. Brian, what do you God, think I about that Black character. Panther? He was pretty cool. I liked him. Pretty cool. Did you like I him mean, more cool. as a human or more as a Black Panther? <laughs> uh, he was generally... Like, they were together. His persona included his his uh you know costume f- form as well as his normal form so and they, he was cool i mean he was just like a cool guy in some ways he was he was part of the movie but he didn't i guess his role was far more than a cameo but in some ways it was like an exposition of hey this guy's cool and and i thought he was cool and so they succeeded in that. <laughs> you know and that that's about it you know did it make you interested to watch his standalone movie uh yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay, because when is I it? didn't know he had a standalone movie coming. Twenty seventeen is it? Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, he's got one coming out. So um, I thought this did a good setup of that. You know, it, yeah. it gave us a, a, enough of a backstory a little bit, and you know, even he talks about the history of the the warrior, um, right. and the role that they played. 
Um, so you get a little bit of it so that when they do come out with a standalone, they don't have to spend a lot of time on Origin. They can just jump right into the character and what's going on right now. I think his motivations were completely sound. He's like, oh, my father died. Oh, here's the information I have right now. Oh, yep. Bucky Barnes did it. You know, uh, Winter Soldier did it. Guess what? I'm going to capture this guy and kill this guy. It's kind of like what I need to do. So I understand oh, his his motivation over Starks because, yeah, I agree. That, that's his it's, motivation, it's right? black and white. Yeah, I agree. And what, because hey. he's black? Jesus Christ, Adam, what the fuck? Yeah. No pun intended. Let's <laughs> keep racism out of this. But, but I think it's also cool that he's he's more open than Tony Stark, right? He overhears these things. He overhears how it was framed. He overhears the evidence and Okay, well, I'm not going to put myself in that. I'm going to go find Baron Zimamo and Zimamo. and go talk to him and bring him to justice. You know, he's able to switch those sure. gears, unlike Tony. Sure. And his growth at the end, he grows at the end. He's like, uh, vengeance has consumed everybody. It will not yeah. consume me. <laughs> yeah, he was a pretty noble hero. Yes. Well, he he's he's coming back. You know, the, the character itself has always been about the protection of of Wakanda. Wakanda. And keeping that safe, you know, anything that threatens Wakanda, that's when he takes action. Um, so that's what you kind of see him falling back into is more that isolationism, protect my borderlands, protect our heritage. Was don't his after, don't, don't come was after his me, Tony father? Sir. Was his father uh, the Black Panther as well? So is this passed down from generation to generation? It's not exactly that way. I think he, it, yeah. the way that they described it in the movie, anyways, was that it's one person is chosen. It just happened to be him. So I don't think it was his dad. I think it was somebody else before him. Um, like passed on next, the great, the next greatest warrior in the tribe, kind of thing. Because wasn't his great grandfather involved in some way? Or maybe I'm they just never mentioned that at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, going off comics in, in the comics. Off comics. <laughs> I thought. Um, for, I can't remember the comic, but I seem to remember that his great grandfather was a Black Panther. And <laughs> he's a member of the I'm, Black Panthers. <laughs> exactly. Man, you're racist. I'm not sure if that's true, but so <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> just saying things uh, that probably not true. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, care, I don't know. Maybe this could be one of those times that he is right. Who's googling it yeah. to find out? So the Black I'm Panther, not googling it. the Black Panther movie, are they going to? Fucking, are people going to be sent in to try to get Bucky out of Wakanda, and it's going to kind of start from there? I think that'd be a really good place to go with it. Right. Uh, super easy. I mean, in Avengers two, um, well, um, the guy who was uh, where they uh, Ultron stole all the vibranium from. Right. Like uh, U- Ulysses Claw. Yeah. That is like that is like the 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 murder the the person that who is like the the main enemy of uh, the Black Panther. That's who he is. Right. Is so. I mean, that guy he can come back. You know, I'm sure he'll be in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Don't they make a? Don't they want to make a? Well, never mind. They already did make another Captain America, and that was Bucky Barnes. Never mind. I answered my own damn questions. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, I was gonna say it's it's for the vibranium. They pretty much the next movie will have to will be centered around vibranium. I don't know. I said. We'll see, it's a great word, vibranium. Yes, I, I like know. it. Yes. Yeah, we we discussed like, that at length last week. <laughs> um, Adamantium. What about Wanda? How'd you guys think Wanda did? I think she, I think she's a lot uh, more well-rounded character. Like she was, she get a really a uh, chance to shine. She growed a little bit in uh, Ultron, like from what she was, where she was just like, oh man, uh, 
the Avengers are uh, the Avengers did all this bad stuff. Like, uh, let's go get them. And then they grew. You know, both her and Quicksilver grew and became uh, more important. In this, I think she was more well-rounded. I thought she had motivations. She's still a kid. Yeah. So I think that she's... And she killed people. That's got to be hard on her conscience. Right. And, like, she's scared that she was just a kid and got changed. And now she has all these powers, and she doesn't know. She's she's like, I'm still me, but people look at me, and they don't see me anymore. So that's really tough to, for her, for a, a child to deal with. But it I, seems I, like she's got really really awesome powers, like yeah. compared to yeah. compared to compared other. To well, <laughs> yeah, compared to other pulling your punches superheroes or Avengers or whoever. It seems to me like her powers are really, really high up there. Like she's a level four or class four mutant, almost. Hey, can't use mutants. I don't know. In this don't use the word. Right, you can't use the word mutants <laughs> in this universe. We yeah. don't know that word. Oh. Is she a mutant? Yeah, um, but she's a mutant and an Avenger, so she gets yeah. that 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 uh, thing a, where she get she, she could sides. appear. She can appear in both. An avenging mutant, then. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like the interaction with him, her and Vision. It's obvious, you know, Vision cares for her, and it's kind of cool that he can. Um, I don't think he knows he can, or anybody else knows yet he can. And I like their interaction. Yeah, I thought she was good too. I agree. She she <laughs> came off as very real, like un- she was kind of unsure the whole time. Right. You know what I mean? And then you know her buddy came and said, "You got to get out of here." And she's like, "Yeah, I kind of want to get out of here. All right, let's get out of here." <laughs> you know, like it was kind of felt like a. Well, you Hawkeye kind of took over that parental spot, you know, in Ultron. Right. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, with him pretty much saying, hey, either sit here or get off your ass and be as an Avenger and get out there and help us to the point where I think she just kind of feels like he's that parent that cares for her. So when he shows up, it's like, oh, hey, dad, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's, good. that's kind of the feeling I got. Was was she the one he was talking to on, when Sokovia was in the air when he's like, I, I there's gods are running around and there's a Hulk yep. and things are happening and I have yep. a bow. None of this makes sense. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. That's, yeah, I like yep. that. That was that was a good line. Um, I, I missed him. I did miss uh, Hawkeye for half this movie so because I like that character and I like that he was in retirement <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll come help out. What was his line? I, I retire for five minutes and everything goes to hell. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Because he's the human element, right? He's the human element of the Avengers. The rest aren't really right. completely human. Him and Widow. Him and Black Widow. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just... It was good, man. I think it was like a way higher than a B plus. I don't even know who could be to give a B plus. Or, or just a B. Well, there's only, the only, reason, there's only been two A's the, in the history of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> since the uh, since the dawn plus, of grading, B, B plus is 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 because a couple, like the beginning, was a bit slow for me. I agree. And, with Ryan. I, and then that's pretty much. See, Ryan, I thought the beginning was perfect for you because there was no action. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. They did a not good job of not having action. too much action at the beginning because that would have ruined it. it. You know, but no. I, it was really good, Dave. I don't don't get me wrong. Partial that D B plus is because I like to. I don't want to to call it out as to keep my scales consistent. I don't want to call it better than Superman v Batman because I actually like the art artistry in that one and and some of the elements of that one. So I liked it. 
So, you know, don't worry about it, man. I like that. <laughs> it, like, how could you not like the beginning? It's all like, pfft, you know, Winter Soldier being unthawed. They're going through, like, the nine-word, like, activation code. That The that, very beginning, that was cool, that, yeah. That's badass. And then you just show them, you know, the car driving, boom, blows out the tires, you know. You don't see what he does, opens the thing, pfft, super serum, so uh, super soldier serum right here brought back you know they they're creating more winter soldiers and, and the then they soldiers, re- they refreeze them sure that that part of the beginning was very cool you know by the way the other thing that i thought was an, a little bit not awesome was that random cia chick and her tie-in was a little bit like she's not random she's, she's not, not random you not know she's that it's other Sharon movies. Carter. <laughs> right. she felt random she felt random to me have you watched the other movies uh, yeah. She's the niece of like Peggy, Peggy Carter, Carter, like the one of the, one of the co-creators of Shield. And she yeah, was no, uh, across niece, the hall niece. spying on him, and people kept telling right. him, "Hey, give that give that nurse a call." Because there, I think there was always a sex, there, there's always a sexual tension between them. Yeah, that's one of those deep things where if you watch them all together, it, it's it's a lot more coherent. If you if maybe that's that's what it is it, definitely. It that, might take Ryan a few years for that to happen. You're probably you're probably wondering why all of a sudden they kissed, right? <laughs> Well, I was okay with that. Where the hell did that come from? It was more like she she wasn't to me. She wasn't like uh, her character wasn't fully developed. See, I thought it was awesome. But I I hear what you're saying is she was developed from the other movies. Then it probably for you guys maybe if you remembered it more clearly, it just kind of clicked faster. But it just felt a little light, like like I'd almost like cut her out because she's not quite in there enough. You know, one of those things. You know, like that's that's how. No, I liked it because she continued Peggy's legacy. And because it was a continuation of that whole, he needs to have, ever since Captain America 1, they've been talking about, you know, he, nobody he knows is alive except for Peggy Carter, basically. Yeah. And he doesn't, he can't, he doesn't know if he can have other interactions with people who are like in a, in a love Roman- love, romantic, romantic. Love. So they've been pushing yeah. this kind of, or other people have been pushing it. And that's why when they finally kiss, he, she's like, that was, and he said, what do you say? Over a little too late. A little, or no, too, he was like too late. That, was that too late? And she's like, no, or no. She said something like, yeah, it's you know, better than late, better than or something like, yeah, whatever. Better <laughs> You're late terrible than this ever. game. No. You're terrible at this God. game. They didn't say either of those things. <laughs> right. In, in other uh, words, uh, it should have. Adam, I think we need soon. you to make something. Should have happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, yes. Maybe. I thought it was. I thought the funeral was awesome. Where, you know, he's sitting there, Falcon sitting there, and she gets up and starts talking. She's looking right at him, and he kind of, you know, Falcon nudges him, and he's like, "I'm hearing this for the first time." It's like, "Whoa, wait a minute, what?" I had <laughs> you're, mixed, her, you're mixed, her grandies. <laughs> yeah, I had mixed feelings about that scene because at first I was like, "God damn, I really like that character, and she's dead." And then I figured, "Wait a minute, everything she did in life happened 50 years ago, so it's not like the character's yes. dead. Yeah. It's just in this timeline she happened to have died. But everything she did happened 50 years ago anyway, so they'll eventually show right. me that later. Well, if they ever renew it, because they, they, they didn't. They, they I know, didn't. but they can make they can make a movie out of the fucking shit if they want to. Because I think she did a great job with that character. I like that character. Right. And the interaction and I, with uh, Jarvis. <laughs> right. And and Ryan, um, like her big thing was like my aunt. You know, Aunt Peggy always says it's all like." Stand up for what you believe in, and like if someone tells you to move, you tell them you move. So she's made she made a decision that she believes in Captain America, and she's gonna do what she has to do to help him because she believes in him wholeheartedly, a hundred percent. So even if she's gonna like burn some bridges at the CIA, do some bad stuff, you know, well, she's think, going to. 
side with the person she believes. I, I get it. it. That, and I like that, that line aspect is what of it, helped but... put Captain America on the path. Sure, yeah, you, I could see he, that happen. He was he about heard to that. Sign. He was about he was to like, reports. Right, she switched his mind. I got that, and then she followed through herself by helping him. But but then when she kind of is able to just pop in there with a car with suits in the back and stuff like that, it it see it was very. They needed an inside man. It, it was just or there woman. wasn't development there where it felt slightly forced, just slightly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just um, what's that, Dave? Just thinking about that. What caused the? Uh, uh, just thinking about just all the things we've just talked about just now. The ultimate uh, the rift between Captain America and. Iron Man was brought on by two women. <laughs> it's all like, uh, which is interesting. It's all that's uh, that's pretty funny that. Uh, wait, wait, why you know, do the, you say that? Why do you say that? Well, because they were friends, and uh, Iron Man, you know, was like he changed his mind a hundred percent when uh, when the lady showed up and was all like, uh, "My son was killed in you know Sokovia. This is your fault. Boom. Who's gonna avenge my son? Yeah. You know." And he's all like, "Boom." So that woman totally pushed him. Over here. I agree with that to a point. I would say most of him already was like, I'm already yeah, here. Yeah, but that, I'm saying like that, that, was that the little gun, push. And I think he would have been over there anyways. So anyway. Why are women trying to break up this sweet bro from uh, bromance that these guys had? <laughs> hey, we have women now in the Avengers. <laughs> Amy was like, is there two women? Because I only remember Black Widow. I was like, yeah, we got Wanda now. We got two. Our, our quota's getting up there. <laughs> it's, it's, there isn't a quota. It's just... Get some powers. Stop sucking up. Get some powers, there's ladies. There's others. They <laughs> hey, just um, haven't brought them in. So we talked a little bit why she uh, she was basically like, I'm going to help Captain America any, t- any, any time I or anything I can do, I'll help him. Let's talk about the characters and what sides they fell on and if that seemed organic or, or, or good or at least it worked out. So, I mean, we have Captain America, right? Obviously, Falcons or Falcons on his side because they're brothers. They've been in it forever. I even like that Bud scene where, where he's like, "People who shoot at you have a tendency to start shooting at me." <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to go down this path? Right. On the same note, uh, War Machine and Iron Man are Very gonna be paired up. Yep. yep. They're they're together. They they think too much alike. And War Machine is former military, so he's more likely to the government follow charge suit. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So who else we got? Um, Vision. Vision. Now, Vision had his whole thing where he's like, he, he gave his spiel. He gave his spiel about yeah. how there's an increase in blah blah blah, and we should probably be put in check. So I kind of understand that. Does that make does that work for everyone else? Yep, I yeah, did. But yeah, I it did. So. the but one the who's got the one who's got probably the most power there is Vision, and he's the one that controls it the most. So, but you even see sense. when he uses his power, you don't, and, and, and he practically kills war machine yeah you see the remorse in him yeah yeah definitely you know so yeah i like that i think it was it was fitting that his whole his whole reason why he was on that side started with cold logic i mean he gives his cold logic kind of numbers thing but yeah definitely at that point you see that he's he he feels a lot more than than the the machine with the human heart i know what are the odds (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i'm wanda what about wanda now, she's the one that I find the I don't have a whole I don't I don't have a strong conviction with this one. I don't think she my impression was that she was on the fence and then and then she, she said Hawkeye came and was like, "Come on. You you don't need to be stuck here. Help us out." 
She's like, all right, I'll pick that side. That's Why? fine. She yeah. was just stuck there. She was locked up, right? She was like, yeah. And I think, but, but she I didn't think really that's realize that. You know what I mean? She didn't. She she did eventually. I, I don't she think she got when upset about it. She tried to it. leave, and Vision is like, no, you can't leave. Yeah, but yeah. she I mean, didn't get as pissed as everybody else did. She was kind of like, ah, shit, I gotta stay. All right, I kind of get. Like everyone else got mad for her. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> well, I think like, I'm not actually that mad. I kind of get where you right. What's that, Dave? They they were out and about doing things and they just never came back where she didn't travel because she's still feeling remorse for what happened in Lagos. Um, They had the conversation. She goes down, Vision's cooking her dinner. She's like, okay, what's really up here? What, you know, I can't leave. What's wrong? Why? What's, you know, I should be able to leave. And Vision's like, no, this is about your safety. This is about, you know, keeping people safe. Um, So that's just setting her, you know, like I said, I think she was on the fence and if anybody could come in and give her a good reason, she would go to that side, and when you have Hawkeye, who's quote unquote this parental figure, come in and say, "Hey, come on, let's get you out of here." Yeah, and she's did, gonna go. Did, did, so, so Hawkeye got her to hang out with, you know, Team A, whatever. Did did Hawk busted her out of jail in essence? Yeah, but did she learn before she started battling? Did she learn that Bucky had been framed and see Bucky and talk to Bucky? No. I don't think not that's what got, until yeah. he got to the airport. I don't think that's what important. It's like because basically it's like a person with like you know like a you know a huge like huge power supply. You know that I can do all these things, and they were talking about her. It's all like oh Wanda needs to kind of be. We need to keep Wanda locked up here because she's so powerful. Instead of talking to her, True. like if right. maybe if like Captain America, or maybe if uh, Iron Man would have talked to her. As opposed to saying, hey, you just need to stay here. You know, Hawkeye showed up and talked to her as a person, you know. Sure, she's super dangerous and has all these powers, but, you know, you, dude, you're in charge of you. You can bear the responsibilities of being who you are. You know, sure. you, I, see, I, I think, think she still had her to work out, but not necessarily enough for her to fight the other team. But I think that's why she's, that's why she did it, because the other team didn't treat her, like, treat her as a person that, that, that could, uh, as an equal. Equal, be in charge of her own powers. Well, well also, we Hawkeye gotta, tr- sorry, go did. Ahead. Sure, but we oh. also have to remember that when they're fighting, she's not fighting anyone to hurt them, if you watch. She's just basically stopping people from getting hurt. So every time somebody's about to get punched or shot or something, she stops that. She does it like three or four times. So I do agree that she probably is, I don't know how much she's on the side of I'll fight for you. It's kind of like I'm over here and I'll mitigate the damage as best as I can. That's what it felt like anyways. What I'm with about this? What and about I also the thought? Think, or sorry, go ahead, Adam. Sorry. What about the thought that she's got the most to lose? So she's probably she would actually be locked up and put under house arrest for infinite amount of time because she's so powerful. Right. Well, they never talk about doing that, do they? She does no. not no. express no. that in any way. She 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 seemed. Fairly calm, hanging out, eating with her friend Vision, and all was pretty good. And then Hawkeye comes in. Really, what I, my belief, and I might be wrong. I'm just, I think that she got the lowdown from Hawkeye that hey, he was framed, and look at we found some information. And she's like, oh, okay, well, we got to sort this out then. And I can see that. Speaking of which, what about Hawkeye? So Hawkeye is another one that's he's previously worked for Shield. He worked for an organization. Um, but he's not on the whole law sign the accord side. 
No, uh, he's a spy. A he's a, he's effectively first. a spy the same as Scarlet Witch. Like, he was given a lot of free to leeway of which to do what he needed to do to get the job done. And taking away the his ability to do what needs to be done to get it done is, is that goes completely counterintuitive to what he is because he doesn't have the powers to fall back on. So he might need to do something that is not necessarily on the up and up in order to get the job done. That's okay. how I see him. Sure. Anyone else got a thought about Hawkeye? <laughs> I thought it was I just like... a matter of who got to him first. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. I like Dave's thoughts, though. Um, I think Hawkeye is protecting his family, since he is kind of a family man. If he's unregistered, he can be off the grid as much as he wants, and he will protect his family by being anonymous. Okay, so what about Natasha? What about Natasha? She signs, and she's on that side, so to speak. Right. I, I thought she played. I thought she played it perfect. From she, she played both sides. Um, you know, she kind of talks about the reason that she signs is because it's the best choice at that time. Sometimes you have to play the game to move things further along. Um, but you could just tell that it's not what she wanted to do, but it was what she had to do. Um, you know, and then you get to the whole scene at the the end of the fight where she's like, well, I told you I'd help her help you find them, not stop them. You know, so I I thought it was a perfect role for that character, the way they played it. I think, I think I, I, I like it. I agree. I'm with, with you on that. I, 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 it reminds me a little bit of like the EULA, the end user agreement. You know, you you download the software and you're like, read all this shit and click accept. I think she was like, uh, sure, I'll sign that. <laughs> you know, like, all right, let's be Avengers now. Thanks for the papers. Uh, I like that. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. I don't think it matters to her if she signs it. She's going to do whatever is right anyways, even if she signs it. Um, right. So if she signs it and they say you can't go somewhere where you need to go, She's going to go anyways. Um, right. That's why that whole scene with her and Hawkeye, who they're both there to help their friends and, again, to mitigate damage. So when they're fighting, they're like, we're still friends. Right? <laughs> and they're throwing their Depends punches. Depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I like that. Well, she would be out of a job, essentially, because not signing the accord would make her essentially not a spy anymore. Not a, she, She's pretty much done, and she doesn't want to do that. I think she'd survive. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think I think she Dave's survived right. much worse. I think Dave's right. Where she's like, I'm just gonna go along with it because it doesn't mean it. and Ryan too. It doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, I'll do what I need to do. I do what I do right. is right, and that's fine with me. So that's good. Um, do I miss anybody? I think that. Oh, so the two wild cards, the two B characters. We got Ant Man and Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> now they don't have any dogs in the race, so to speak. They're just whatever side picked him up and they want i think i like spider-man's like yeah. I, I got this is an audition for mr stark i have to do good you know i really like that and ant-man he's just around for the fun of it and he maybe he's, he's a fanboy maybe he's trying to uh apologize to falcon a little bit too right well <laughs> they're, they're you know, both playing the hank, hank kim said side. never trust a stark oh that's the other thing <laughs> that's, that's right. right in the yeah in the in ant-man he said uh stark's i tried to keep my technology from stark for so long never trust a stark and then he mentions yeah. it again in the cell that's a good point i forgot about that Here's and it. yes uh spider-man peter parker 
it, Iron he's Man sees himself young. in there. He sees himself in there. And he's a kid, like, that's right? yes. Stark sees yes. Yeah, Stark sees himself in there in in uh, Peter Parker, and Peter Parker goes, "Holy crap! This guy is awesome. Look, he's a scientist. I'm a scientist. He's super rich and cool. I also could be super rich and cool. I mean, <laughs> so it, like, I might sign with Tony Stark if he showed up and said like, "Hey, you can come and do this cool stuff sure. if you want to." Well, yeah. And these guys don't have the full background. So, say if if Tony Stark came to my house and said, "Help me because my friends are making mistakes and we just want to help them, and then we're going to save the world later," I'd be like, "Make a good point." But if you know, fucking Captain America came and said, "Hey, I got a friend. He's having a bad time because he's got some brain shit going on, and once we save him, everything will be fine." It'll blow over, and we're gonna save the world together again. I'd be like, "You make a good point too." I'll just, whoever comes first, you know, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> See, I think with Ant Man, that didn't even matter. Ant Man was like, "Oh, dude, I get to go meet Captain America." Avengers, yeah, awesome. Right. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I don't yeah, care. He gets a little moist for Captain America. <laughs> and uh, uh, to your point, Ryan, um, there the interaction between Captain America and Spider Man during the fight sequence is like, "Do you even know why you're here?" He's like, "Hey, all I know is that." You think you're right, and you're not, and that's dangerous. <laughs> and he's just there, to, and so he's like, he's like you know, "All I know is what I all I know is Tony told me you, right. you guys are wrong." And I, you know, I'm not there to kill anybody. I'm just there to web people up and try to slow them down. And that's what I, I'm a kid. Right. I'm there auditioning, and I thought that was a really cool interaction too. Cool. And then Black Panther's easy, right? Black Panther wants to kill yeah. Lucky because he killed his dad at the end. Right. Yeah. All okay. Right. What did so... What did you think about the um? It, like the the twist of it being like you're thinking Zemo, boom, he wants to get all the other Winter Soldiers, he wants to get all these guys. You're like, it's you feel it, it's set up. Uh, They're showing how badass they are. He's like, he wants to find out, like, you know, the December 16, 1941 mission report. He wants to find this place so you can get me. You're like, holy shit, man! He wants to go get a whole crew of these guys and get them together. And that is not his thing. Once at one way or another, he wants to get the mission video. He, yeah, he That's wants he to wants. get the video yep. because that shows that Bucky totally killed Stark's parents. That yeah, was I, a, a twist. No, that was and, a nice... Yeah. And it's fucked up because you should see it coming. Everything's there for you to see it, but I didn't see it. And that's what that to me is the mark of a good movie. Um, not yep. so much the M. Night Shyamalan where it gets it gets kind of construed to be... And it like, feels forced. This is... It's there. You just got to see it. And that whole red herring with the other Winter Soldiers, that was amazing. I German love this. Not just regular love, I German love that part of the movie. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot of love. I kind of wanted to see those super soldiers. I know! know, That's the only thing. I have mixed feelings. That would have been pretty cool, too. You could have had a plan B. You could directly kill the Avengers, and if that doesn't work... You take out the video, <laughs> but if you can, if you make them work together, maybe that yep. put pushes them too close together. I don't know. Yes. I think Zima did a good job. Good job, Zima. Because there was that little bit of truce. They even said it. We we talked about the truce, where it's like Tony Stark and Captain America when they got there were like, okay, there's a truce right now. You know, and like we're Bucky's... gonna have a truce. Let's let's figure this thing out. <laughs> yeah, Bucky and then shows all us, Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's when that's the other part that. Uh... That's what I was talking to Dave. I was like, the movie even tells you they're going to fight again. Captain America, or Tony Stark says, hey, we're at a truce. 
not we're at peace or this is over. We have a truce. Truces are temporary, meaning we're going to fucking go again. Yeah. And I just didn't know it was going to be so soon. <laughs> we have a truce until we figure this out. Yeah, and then they figured it out. Oh. But no, I thought that was a great part of the movie. That's uh, that left turn that they take. It's it's nice that there's something to something surprising. A lot of movies, there's no if it's an action movie like that, you know, they don't need that surprise. They don't need that left turn. It's just right. kill each other, go go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay, so with all this being said, he's got to get American. Which which side of the storyline would you be on? Would you be Captain America or would you be Tony Stark? I put it this way. Is anybody on Stark's side? No. no. I don't think so either. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the best like, side the thing is, I, I, Sorry, go ahead. I understand it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't choose it. Like, like that's the thing. It's like everyone's motivations and beliefs are completely valid and you go like, Okay, from his point of view, I completely understand it, but I, so, I, don't, I don't choose it. Yeah, so fact, you'd be you'd ahead. be the Black Widow, Black Widow side. Right now, I was actually trying to think of. Um, so if we look at the Accords and who signed, and it was Tony Stark, who he believes in it. Um, uh, War Machine. War Machine did because he believes in it. Those are like the two that kind of believe in it. And Vision, I guess Vision does too. Um, and then. Uh, Natasha's she's just playing the field she don't give a fuck and Black Panther just wants revenge <laughs> so really the, and Spider-Man I'm sure does he don't, he don't know anything about it right he don't fucking care about it so it's only a yeah, three he, of them that actually that actually sign it sign it and four and, and four with Widow well sign it four with sign the, sign it with the intent of I want this I, this is a good thing she didn't yeah. I don't think she thought it was a good thing and she mm-hmm. kind of talks about that so cool yeah so anybody want to change their grade <laughs> no, I still like an A. Ace. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna change my grade. A. I'm gonna change uh, Spider-Man versus uh, Batman to an A minus. That would be a good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen also... that movie yet. Hang on, Spider-Man yeah, versus Batman. That That'd be a fucking kick-ass. That's movie. a crossover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <solve>. my bad. <laughs> it's getting late. I feel tired. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Changing both the A minuses, uh, you know, to get them in the A range. And show some more love, because I don't want my boy Dave getting mad at me over there. I can see him like biting his anger a couple times, like mm, this deserves an A. I would. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. One Dave, all Daves. Right. Okay. okay. Um, partying thoughts about uh, Captain America. Um, anybody got anything? Go see it. Well, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, and you listen to this, you just fucked up. You because <laughs> we just boiled the shit out of that movie. Oh man, it's like. You don't get to you don't get to keep that shield. My dad made that shield. Oh, that's a great oh, part. Of movie, wasn't just it? drops it and, and leaves the shield. That's so much Captain America. He's like, I, you might be right, and I don't need it. <laughs> so, so here's the here's the question: Does Black Panther and Wakanda do they make him a new shield, and is it going to look like the new shield that he's going to have in the new comics? I don't know. I don't know if we actually see Captain America for a little bit. I think we're gonna give him. They're gonna give him a few, a good number of movies off. We're not gonna see him until right. the next Avengers movie. And I think he's. There's gonna be a scene. He's gonna have a shield made by Wakanda. Wakanda's gonna make him a shield, but that, like, in his heart, you know, that's not that. that that'll be an emotional turning point where he's all like, you know, that's not your shield. This is your shield, and, and Iron Man gives it back to him. 
Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. yep. You see so that? I think, that could be the bridge that brings it back together. Right. Not where it's like, you know, hey, you know, we're acting ridiculous. This is like way bigger than us now. Like this is planetary. We should um intergalactic. Yeah, we should uh intergalactic planetary. 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 Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I think that's going to be, you can almost, you can almost see that scene being written, right? Cause the yep. end scene with, um, the end letter with, from Captain America, that I thought was perfect as far as making it so kind of mending the rift a little bit, you know, it's not completely mended, but that phone, we're here if you need us, you know, whatever you need. Part of me sad that they're not a team anymore, that they're not running around as one team, one coherent team. Because just the fact of knowing that they're in that universe and everyone likes each other makes me happy. But um, I think we'll get there again. So. Yeah, I think we'll definitely get there again. Yeah, just... Man, and it cap, it's totally within Cap's character to, uh, you know, like... Ed, uh, you know, admit when he's wrong first. Tony Stark ain't going to admit he's wrong first. He might, he <laughs> might do it after the fact and be like, oh, shit, I screwed that one up. But Cap will be like, okay... Will be the first one to apologize. The first one to say, yeah, "I'm sorry." Here's what I, I just did was thought I was doing what I believed in. I, you know, he can't lie very well. He's like would be a terrible poker player. Well, he even said that huh? in his letter, right? He said, "I understand yep. why you did it, and I would expect nothing less of you because you did what you felt, right. felt was right, just like I did." How can I get mad at that? And he's a good guy. I want him for my friend, man. He's a he's always nice to everybody. <laughs> When I see a situation go south, I have to step in. Unlike you assholes, you're always mean and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you, but at least we're consistently mean. So you always know that we're going to be mean. So you... uh... Okay, so I think that's Captain America. Um, ah, that took a long time. <laughs> that, Spidey signal. That Spidey took... signal for the win. Oh, we'll talk a little about that, but I think our talk took almost as long as the movie did, so <laughs> what's that tell you about that? Uh, okay, let's talk a little about the Spidey signal um, that comes at the second end credits, right? It's not the first yep. end credits, the second end right. credits, yep. which a lot of people actually get up after the first credits. They don't know what the fuck that is. Second end credits, there's another scene. Uh, he's in his room, and he's got a Spidey signal. Um, I don't recognize that really as much. I recognize it from the comics only passing, so maybe you guys could talk a little more about it. Yeah, it's, it's early comics. It's also from the early cartoon series. Um, it, it was a gift um, from Tony Stark, and I think in both instances, he uses it as a flashlight. He uses it as um, a scare tactic uh, when he's when he's chasing the bad guys. So, like, the bad guys are doing something, he'll shine the light, and they'll go, oh, crap, it's Spider-Man, and he'd swoop in and, and you know, take him out. Um, so it's just kind of a, a neat little gadget that he uses. Um, so I think it, it's, you know, just kind of playing homage to the early iteration of the character. And I also think that it's a, um, it's a, a kind of a welcome aboard gift. You did good, kid. Sure, it, sure, yeah. yeah. I, and it, to me, it, it seems like it does more. Um, I don't know if it does, but yeah, it, it looked like, like it had floating menus and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it has some sort of do with communication device, props, possibly, and uh, de- information that kind of crap too. Um, it was, it was cool. It was fun. Uh, I liked. We'll, uh, we'll know more in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Yeah, that's a really good name for a movie. When it's going back to Marvel, <laughs> oh, that's a really. good It's name like, for a movie. dude, you could do tons of stuff. You could have it Homecoming Dance and, and Homecoming. It'll definitely be at Homecoming Dance. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Just give it to people who write good. I know. <laughs> and, and everything works out fine. Speaking of which, can they save? If let's say they're like, you know what, you can have this back. Have the Fantastic Four. Can you make a, a future uh, feature-length motion picture of the Fantastic Four that doesn't suck? 
or is there something inherently flawed with the characters? No, I think you could 100% do it. It would be easy. The thing is, you need to balance out, like, they have no secret identities, which is cool. They're the Fantastic Four. Everybody knows who they are. They live in the Baxter building. Super scientists, you know. Uh, they are, like, the front and center first family of, of superheroes. You need to make it, like, lighthearted enough, like Marvel's great at doing, making it lighthearted enough, pseudoscience... All that stuff, I think they can easily do it. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think yeah. they would now. Though with the current, I mean, if they want, the, the problem is in the Marvel universe now. In the comic universe, they're no more. They they got rid of the Fantastic Four. They they are no more uh, an entity in the Marvel comics universe anymore. Why? So I can't remember what the storyline was. Is it because um, but they like can't the, save the, the characters? Thing, the, the thing went off. Uh, joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Johnny Storm um, burnt himself up, staying oh, in the planet. They, they or disbanded. Like they didn't like get sucked through right. a vortex. They disbanded. Right. Okay. But I think Johnny Storm is actually in essence is, is gone. I think he burnt himself up trying to save the planet. Could be wrong. I'm guessing. Thing well, went off with the Guardians okay. of the Galaxy. So well, that, that's comic universe. I'm talking about if they gave yeah. it back, who owns it? Fox owns it, right? Fox, yeah. Fox owns yep. the, the, the license yep. and everything. If they gave that back to him, they're like, fuck, we gave you Spider-Man. Or Sony gave him Spider-Man. Sony did. Sony gave Sony Spider-Man. Did. We see what you did with Sony. Once once Homecoming comes out, it makes a $500 million. Uh, we see what you did there. Uh, you can have the same deal. We'll split the profits, have it back. Can they make that movie? Because what's the last one? The last oh, one made totally. like $55 million domestic. I mean, and it cost, what, $150 million to make or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I, when the director bashes it before the week before, it comes, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a problem. Well, that wasn't the reason it was a problem. He just knew it was going to be a shitty movie. <laughs> right. And I don't know. I think there might be something wrong. I think there might be, like, maybe having four people in it that aren't well-known in one comic book movie is inherently problematic or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's a completely different dynamic of, like, a family. They're effectively a family. True. And that's a cool dynamic to have, you know, because how does a, a family's going to, you know, a family, you know, you guys are my family, and I would defend you way, you know, like you know, defend you like my family. We're going to fight harder, going to fight, you know, more so, more fiercely to protect each other than we would, you know, uh, you know, the uh, blank, a uh, normal stranger. Sure, but you know. can you get that across on a big screen production that they haven't been able to yet? They've tried three times, four times, if you count right. shitty movies, or the really far back movies. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I've done a bad job though. Be yeah. I think I'm with Dave. I think they can do that. It's possible. They need to. It, worst case, you could do it by having like a two movie setup where you introduce the characters. But you, the thing is, you you have to introduce them and build their togetherness. Like the last movie, they they built on their discord too much. They focused on how they got angry at each other, with you know what I mean. And then you didn't really care because they never focused on them being together in the first place. You know what I mean? Well, they weren't entirely together until the final five minutes. Right. (laughs) That was it. Was so so goofy because it was like you spent the whole movie like telling us why they're angry at each other and you're basically a bunch of crabby whiners and stuff like that. And then at the end, you're like, all right, we're cool again. Right. I think they've just done poorly and, and they could do good. Like, okay. the thing that, I, you know, of that last movie, you know, which was terrible, the thing that felt the most organic and real was Reed Richards' Ben Grimm friendship. 
Like at the beginning, that felt, or the yeah, end, or the like middle. the beginning. I like agree. when they the were beginning. kids, that that yeah. felt super organic. It's all like, hey, you're super smart. It's like my parents are kind of jerks, and like my family sucks. Do you just want to hang out together? Nobody likes you because you're way too smart. Nobody likes me because my families are my family's a bunch of assholes. You know, let's just be friends. And they're like most loyal friends, like willing yep. to like that felt. Like that felt like boom the the, the start of something great. That's uh, start of something cool. I'm remembering yeah, that went right downhill. Right, but yeah. that was good. That part of the movie was really good. And if they did that the whole way and said like we're gonna build these cool like protastic relationships, <laughs> right? Um, and then if they would have done would've... the same with like uh, Sue Storm and her brother, that's fine. They could be a she, you know, she could be adopted. That's fine. I don't. That doesn't make any difference to me. But if they would have made them like closer as opposed to like oh we're we're animosity, there was always Other... the. Other than like, the I'm the older, yes, see I'm the, yes, it's like, I'm the older sister, you know, that was kind of more straight and narrow, and he was kind of like, ah, I'm Johnny Storm, I'm fly by the seat of my pants and do whatever I want, you know, kind of fun, but when it came down to it, it's like, it's like me and my brother, man, we f- fight all the time, man, but if it comes down to, like, someone else messing with us, then I'm like, whoa, 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 I get to beat the shit out of my brother, no one else gets to beat the shit out of my brother except for me, so they didn't do that at all. Okay, okay, um... Fox, fucking take a take a uh, page out of Sony's book and give it back to Marvel so they can make everybody some money and make people happy who like the franchise. Um, I've never been super partial to the franchise, but um, I remember the old one that had Vic Mackey in it. Which one was that? That was like the 2005 one. Yeah, I liked portions of that movie, but overall I just didn't care for it. But I, I like some of the relationships in that movie. So, yeah. Like the second one, The Silver Surfer was pretty badass. Right, 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 and so the Silver Surfer is just a, yeah. So that whole movie could have been. Uh, I don't think you didn't do it. <laughs> do, you, do you think the thing's junk is made out of orange rock? <laughs> yep, probably. In the same way that uh, Mr. Fantastic can stretch his whole part of uh, every part of his body. That's true. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, anybody got anything else to talk about? I mean, we spent a lot of time on Civil War, so I don't even, honestly don't want to know if we should get into Game of Thrones because... Uh, oh, well, we could just double up next week. Yeah, it wasn't a be... huge oh, episode. Oh. It was, uh, it had some stuff going on, but we can wait. That way Ryan's here for the whole thing and everything. Um, yeah, I don't got a whole lot. Oh, you guys saw the, uh, the movie list I sent out. So apparently May, June, and July are the, are the months to see movies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the summer? <laughs> Who would have thought? Um... So, let's see here. This week, is this week? It's 20th? No, the 20th is... 27th. There's nothing really this week that I was right. super interested in. Right, it starts in. the 20th. The 20th is Nice Guys and Neighbors 2. Of those two, if we saw a movie, Adam, you can be excluded because you hate going to movies with us. Which one would That's we true. see? Which one would we see? Probably Nice ah. Guys. Really? I would see Neighbors 2. I thought the first Neighbors was fucking hilarious, dude. Isn't it? Isn't it Neighbors 2 Sorority? Is that yeah. the title? But yeah, I, yeah like, which is ridiculous. I know. And the they fact bring... that there was a fraternity in the house and they got them kicked out. And they're like, oh, finally got that fraternity kicked out. Right. And oh, no. Cellar house. <laughs> from the trailer, they're bringing... Nothing happens in the next 30 days. They're bringing dudes back that from the first movie to be on their side, which I think is just pretty fun. <laughs> People who they got friendships with, they're just going to help them right. up. So. Um, what, about, what about you guys? Nice guys uh, for me looks really really fun. I thought you were um, gonna say dumb. <laughs> no no no, it, it just it looks really really fun. It does it does, but we can only I pick just one. Haven't, I haven't we seen it. Have one. 
of Neighbors 2 to kind of figure it out. I never saw Neighbors 1, we so that's like, my downfall. I like Seth Rogen a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. What sure. about you, Ryan? You might be the deciding vote here, because Adam don't like going to movies with us. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd go probably Neighbors 2, because uh, it's lighthearted and funny, and I think Amber might like it more, and I'd like to go somewhere where... Um, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't Amber. say Amber was coming. Hang Amber on, could come. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Aren't you going to be out of town? I would town invite her. Or something? Damn don't, it. don't you leave soon for a movie or, or for work? Aren't you out of town for uh, a Friday? Yeah. Well, that wasn't part of the consideration. Oh, yeah, I might not be around, but that's true. <laughs> he's, uh, got a, he's got a dinner. I you I can't understand you. You're too um, wrong. Um, <laughs> it's, it's this deep, gravelly voice I got. I'm sorry. Right. Um, See you later, Chewbacca. So the 20... Uh, the 27th, there's also two movies. I think I know which one I'm going to see. There's X-Men and Alice Through the Looking Glass. I want to see oh, X-Men, X-Men more than the other one. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but I would see the other one. I would see the other one, too. Yeah, that's X-Men's... Yeah, because that's birthday weekend that I'm going to go... And Ryan's probably going to be out of town in, for <laughs> anyway, aren't you? For I think I'm around. I, I Are you know. sure? Because that's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I you always go out of town. I don't morning. think I'm leaving until Saturday morning, so I'd be All around right. for that Friday. Okay, and then going through the summer, we got Warcraft, uh, Central Intelligence, which Ryan, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should go watch the fucking trailer for Central no Intelligence. <laughs> uh, Independence Day, which I'm not looking forward to, but Amy is. Uh, Ghostbusters, Space Trek, and Jason Bourne, and we end with the Suicide Squad. Um, later in the year, of course, Doctor Strange and Rogue One. That's that kind of rounds out the year. So I put the Magnificent Seven on there because I know Adam loves westerns, and it looks I would like a love pretty to see fun that western. <laughs> it does look good. Um, I don't know anything about it. I don't know who wrote it. I don't know who directed it or anything, but it looks pretty good actually. Seven Samurai. Yeah, we can watch the Seven Samurai. <laughs> it's basically the same thing, right? It's exactly the same thing. I can't sing. I noticed. You normally Warcraft, think so. Man, Warcraft looks pretty good, <laughs> you man. You think so? I'm on it, the fence right now. I don't know. They're not going to have I, I think crafting it looks... in there, so... Uh, actually, it does say, like, the New Magnificent Seven, the writer, uh, based on the screenplay by uh, Akira Kurosawa I, for I Seven Samurai. I know it's That's... based on the screenplay, but I just don't know who the writer was. I don't know if he's done anything else that I can, that I can put my finger on. Right but, yeah. Uh, but the, the director is... Uh, that's uh, Antoine Fuqua, the guy who did, like, Shooter and uh, Training Day and Olympus Has Fallen. and uh, Who's an action director? Yeah, all right. Okay. He did, that, he did King Arthur back in 2004. Remember that movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds bad. Wait, yeah. Adam? Replacement Killers, the first oh, Chow Yun Fat movie that. in the United States. Oh, that was a really good movie for the time. Okay, let's end All this. Right. Um, we've been going for too long. Let's let's end it up. Um, we didn't get any mail this week, so send us some damn mail so we can respond to it. Uh, tell us what you thought of Civil War. If you didn't see it and we spoiled it, tell us you hate us for spoiling it. Uh, the email address is geeksnextdoor at gmail or geeksnextdoorftw at gmail dot com. Stands for geeksnextdoor for the win at gmail dot com. Um, I don't think that anything else going on. Put something on our Facebook page. Make us actually look at it for once, and uh, that's it. Everyone have a great week. Later. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>